Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures starting out between 22 and 32 degrees across the area. Expect a nice sunrise. Clouds late, so not quite as pretty late. And we're tracking rain showers with the next weather maker. Forecasting a high temperature of 54 degrees with rain showers starting around 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 30 degrees straight up in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Heating and air. WTOP Friday morning, 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Friday morning to you, March 1st. Dean Lane, coming up this early 4 a.m. hour, the threat of a government shutdown is pushed off for at least a couple of weeks after the Senate passes a stopgap funding bill. A very scary end of the day for Annapolis when the State House was put on lockdown. I'm Kate Ryan. Also, no bond for a man accused of leading police on a high-speed chase in a stolen truck. I'm Scott Gelman. Who police now say killed a young girl at a Landover home. I'm Mike Marilla. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. The damage done by wildfires in the Texas panhandle is almost impossible to describe. CBS's Jason Allen is there. As the Smokehouse Creek fire raged out of control, it left a trail of destruction. It looked like Armageddon. It looked like the end of the world. It's heartbreaking, not just for me and my family, but all the other families. Scott McBroom fled his home to escape the fast-approaching flames, but when he returned, he found only ruins. Everything that we, we had... Personal mementos, well, I mean, everything we had. Here in the small town of Fritch, residents saw hundreds of homes burn in wildfires in 2014. Now they are seeing dozens more burn in this week's wildfires. And now the largest wildfires in Texas history. The most powerful Pacific storm of the season is barreling into the Sierra Nevada, where it will force the closure of major highways and cause power outages. The Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. We've got a monster winter storm that's crashing in right now. Significant snow and rain as well. Some spots at high elevation could see six feet or more of snow and blizzard warnings in effect across California and Nevada. In Washington, the yeas are 77, the nays are 13, and the bill is passed. The Senate and House approved legislation to fund the government temporarily. The bills extend government funding to give Congress more time to pass a new budget. No easy task in a bitterly divided House. President Biden wants former President Trump to help get border security legislation through Congress. Instead of playing policies issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you. And telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill, we can do it together. Both men were at the southern border. State legislators in Alabama want to ensure in vitro fertilization procedures continue to be offered, says CBS's Jim Crisula. Republicans in deeply red Alabama have quickly passed legislation to protect those who provide in vitro fertilization services from illegal action. Barbara Kalura is president of the National Infertility Association. These legislators need to see the faces and stories of people with infertility. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is expected to sign the IVF protection bill into law. 
The Alabama Supreme Court last month ruled that frozen embryos have the same legal status as children. Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny will be buried in a cemetery in Moscow today, two weeks after he died suddenly at a penal colony in the Arctic at the age of 47. His allies have promised to live stream his funeral and burial, but it's not clear if they'll be successful. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. WTOP at 403. Friday morning. Welcome to a new month, March 1st, 2024. Thanks for starting with us. Increasing clouds give way to evening showers, steady rain throughout the day today. 50s for the high. Breaking up to 30 degrees in our nation's capital. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. We begin the ride this morning with Maryland's historic state house that went into lockdown for nearly two hours last night after police got what they called at the time an unspecified threat. Bernie Bennett with the Annapolis City Police Department said the call came at about 5 o'clock from an anonymous man. Saying that he was visiting the state capitol and he would have weapons on him and that uh, hoping that the police would hold their weapons when he spoke to someone uh, listed with the government. That prompted police to put the state house where lawmakers do their work on lockdown. Maryland State Delegate Vanessa Atterbury was in a committee room when she got word we have a trooper in our committee room, and she. we had just finished our hearings, and she told everyone not to leave. Maryland Matters reporter Brian Sears described locking doors and hunkering down behind desks. Uh, a number of uh, police officers, fairly heavily armed, came door to door and started evacuating everyone on our level. The lockdown ended just before 7 p.m. with notification that the governor, lieutenant governor, and senate president had been escorted from the building and the all-clear was given. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 404. The man accused of stealing a Maryland state highway truck locally and leading police on a destructive chase that actually spanned two counties and smashed 13 cars, appears in court this week. WTOP's Scott Gelman was there telling us the suspect's attorney apparently says her client was having, at that time, a psychotic episode. Here at Montgomery County District Court, Judge Holly Reed ordered Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Noteworthy is a comment that was made by, uh, by the judge during the hearing that this was the most extreme danger he had seen to the community, uh, maybe ever. State's attorney John McCarthy says Lanuza is facing several charges in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. In court, Lanuza's attorney, Maria Mena, argued he was having a mental health breakdown at the time of the incident. The family told me that a week prior, he was acting very erratic. He was pacing. They did not know what was wrong with him. She told the judge he was acting normal now that he's getting medical help. But McCarthy says there's no indication to this point that mental health played a role. The public knows what happened here pretty much almost from start to finish. That is unusual. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News time 406 Friday morning. An 11-year-old girl is dead this morning and police say her stepdad was the one who took her life. Officers arrived at a home on Stansbury Lane in Landover. They found 38-year-old Curtis Lynch and 10-year-old Malin Turks dead and the girl's mother badly hurt. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says it was Lynch who shot the stepdaughter and then the mother before turning the gun on himself. The mother is in critical condition. Malin did not deserve this. 
the adult female victim did not deserve this. This case marks a sixth killing this year that was a result of a domestic dispute. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it's a troubling trend. In too many instances, uh, we are seeing the death of our children in ways that really are heartbreaking and have to be stopped. The exact motive in this shooting is not yet known. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.07 Friday. It was a chaotic incident last month when a man was shot and killed by two local New Carrollton police officers. He was the suspect at the time in a string of shootings and carjackings that stretched from D.C. into Prince George's County. According to the footage released by the Maryland Attorney General's office, two new Carrollton police officers didn't turn on their body cameras until after they'd shot Artel Cunningham. One officer kicked two guns away from Cunningham. Officers kept their guns trained on him until another department arrived and Cunningham was handcuffed. Check for a pulse. I got We need five more now. The arriving officer started chest compressions. Cunningham died at the hospital. The AG's office says its investigation continues into the shooting. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The Friday morning, it is March 1st, 2024. Glad you're with us here at WTLP, where the time now is 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. WTLP, we bring you traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the gates. And when it breaks, traffic's first for that good early morning to Ken Berger at the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody at the Bay Bridge. The uh, two-way operations in the westbound span have ended, as you as they usually do for this time of the morning. Right now, you've got two lanes open in either direction. That third lane on the westbound span will be reopened shortly. There are no delays between the two shores and no delays either side of 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Capitol Beltway. On the Capitol Beltway in Montgomery County, topside, the inner loop over by Connecticut Avenue, that emergency work zone in the right lane has cleared. So all lanes are open on the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, not seeing any delays anywhere on 495. Uh, up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia, there are a couple of work zones in, uh, continuing, but the one northbound 95 after Dale Boulevard, that one has been cleared. However, northbound 95 between Lorton Road and the Fairfax County Parkway. That's roadside maintenance with the right lane blocked. Then southbound 95, right lane remains closed between US 1 and Woodbridge and Virginia 123 over by the Occoquan. This is in the main lanes. Left lane is uh, the one of the left lane, two left lanes actually getting by. The far right lane and the right shoulder are blocked. We're not seeing any delays because of this particular activity. No major worries either side of 395 between Springfield and 14th Street. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Expect higher temperatures coming our way for the next couple of days, but you can also expect a little rain starting today. Rain showers in the forecast for your Friday evening, your Friday overnight, and Saturday morning. Temperatures 22 to 32 degrees. We're still pretty much clear to mainly clear right now. Later today, clouds will be on the increase, so we'll go from partly sunny skies by late morning to mostly cloudy and cloudy for the afternoon. Again, temperatures between about 50 and 55 degrees. On Saturday, morning rain and then drying out. High temperature for Saturday around 58 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 30 degrees straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this 4 a.m. hour Friday morning, March 1st by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Time now to check your money news on WTOP as we do at 10 and 40 past each hour. Mortgage rates rose for the fourth straight week to just below 7%. And according to Freddie Mac, the 30-year rate was 6.94%. The 15-year rate, 6.26%. Thursday on Wall Street, the Dow with a nice recovery finished up 47. S&P 500 up 26. And the NASDAQ finished higher for its first record close since November 2021, up 144. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. And overseas, Asian stocks finished mainly higher, with the exception of the Kospi, which was down almost 10 points. Uh, otherwise, the Nikkei was up by 745. The Hang Seng was up 78 points, and the Shanghai finished up 12. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 411. My name is Cheryl, and I live in Silver Spring. I work two jobs to support my family. We always thought it would be enough to live on. There's not much left for food. As a senior, sometimes you have to choose between your medication and food. Hunger is a problem in our region, so we have to come together. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. Checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend here on WTOP. New at the movies this weekend. Dune 2, the conclusion to the science fiction and fantasy saga based on Frank Herbert's books. What if Paul Atreides were still alive? Enough. This must not come out. Even to your father's ears, understand? I do, Reverend Mother. The subject matter here is dense, complicated, and something off-putting. But one thing is undeniable. The director, Dennis Filnov, has put a lot of thought here and hard work, actually, into this picture. Hollywood and Toto podcast host Christian Toto tells us this Friday morning that the extra effort and craftsmanship really come through here. It's through the roof. And what Denis Villeneuve has done is really spectacular on many levels. He's taken a book which many deemed uh, impossible to commit to celluloid, and he's done just that. And, you know, you hinted at something as well. This is a heavy story, and it isn't just all the weird names and all the different uh, motivations going on, the different families, the warring tribes, everything that's going on, too. It just feels a bit heavy in its presentation. But having said all that, it is 
it's just splendid to look at. The sound, the, the score by Hans Zimmer is wonderful. A spectacular cast, including Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Christopher Walken, and Embarrassment Riches. So if you're looking for science fiction that is meaty, that is thoughtful, that is nuanced, that is layered, this is everything you want. It's also the most art house blockbuster you'll ever see. It doesn't follow any cookie cutter pattern. It feels fresh and raw and authentic. And it's just an experience. And again, I think if you like the first movie in the saga, you will love this as well. It's very similar in tone in everything. And having said all that, you know, I grew up watching Star Wars and Star Trek, and there was a, a buoyancy to those stories. And I don't think you need to replicate that all the time. But I, I do wish this was a little bit lighter in, in the way its presentation rolls out. But otherwise, it's a quibble. It, this is really spectacular filmmaking, and I think people will enjoy it immensely. I uh, don't want to... Uh, induce eye-rolling among Dune fans, but uh, did you know what was going on? I mean, I think that's a key key question sometimes. It's not a bad question at all. You know, it's funny, before the screening, I did bone up a little bit on the first film. I quizzed a friend of mine who was well-versed in all things Dune. It's not the kind of movie you walk into cold, absolutely. Do some prep work, do some reading, get an idea, maybe rewatch the first one. There's just so much going on, and, and I do long for the days of simplistic science fiction names, even like Jar Jar Binks, the <laughs> character, because these names in this movie are a mouthful. I won't even dare to replicate them here. But again, quibbles, quibbles here and there. This is bravura filmmaking. Hollywood and Toto podcast host Christian Toto telling us that the extra effort and craftsmanship really come through in this flick to him. Talking there, of course, with our Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. The safe to sleep .nich.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Issues that matter most to voters in the DMV. Local races that could make all the difference. Coverage you can always rely on. Election 2024 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Lane on WTOP. It's Saturday morning, March 2nd. Welcome into WTOP. It's 417. We'll update traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. 
Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Coming right up this morning after traffic and weather for you. We now have the projected dates for this year's Cherry Blossoms Bloom Peak. I'm Shana Stulen. Friday morning, March 1st. Thanks for starting your new month with us here at WTLP at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. When it breaks, over to Ken Berger first this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. On southbound 95, right over the Occoquan, heading to 123 near that ramp lane. You've got the work zone blocking uh, the work zone blocks off the far right lane. Traffic getting by to the left without too much difficulty. Very light volume to get started for this Friday morning rush hour. Uh, the northbound side of 95, everything looks pretty much cleared. Just be aware, though, that we still have roadside maintenance uh, north of Lurton Road heading up to the uh, heading up to the uh, Fairfax County Parkway. Everything else on 95 appears to have been cleared. Not seeing any any major lingering work zones on the Beltway in Virginia and everything in Maryland has been cleared. So all lanes are now open, both loops, both states. And there are no delays in the district on the freeway. Everything running fine between 14th Street across the district heading to the 11th Street Bridge. No worries on DC 295 or I-295 or the 3rd Street Tunnel. Still have some activity going on in Prince George's County. Utility work blocks the right lane on Rhode Island Avenue, US 1, southbound direction between Bunker. Hill Road and 37th Street. There's also water main repair operations right lane blocked on eastbound Walker Mill Road between Silver Hill Road and Addison Road South. St. Barnabas Road, watch your various lanes closed because of the work zone in either direction between Silver Hill Road and Maryland 210. At the Bay Bridge, all lanes are open now. The overnight road work has ended and the regular regular configuration back in place. Two east, three west, no delays. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Under mainly clear skies, a cold start for you, 22 to 32 degrees this morning. Temperatures will top out between 50 and 55 degrees. Clouds on the increase and rain showers will show up around 7 p.m. Expect some moderate, even heavy rain at times late at night, overnight, before the sun comes up Saturday. Showers, however, will linger probably up until noon to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Then will dry out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 28 degrees for Belvoir, Chile. 4 a.m. hour, first day of March. It's 35 degrees. Foggy bottom, 31 Silver Spring, and we're looking at 30 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 421 on WTOP. Welcome in. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to WTOP News. I can see a million people visit the nation's capital every single year to see the famous cherry blossom trees. Now, this morning, we have an official prediction for when they'll be in full bloom this year. Being unveiled this week by the National Park Service. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall. Reminder that this forecast is the window during which the trees are expected to first reach peak bloom. And if the weather conditions are just right, that could last uh, for up to 10 days. The National Park Service is asking the hundreds of thousands of visitors expected to come during the month-long National Cherry Blossom Festival to be good stewards of the trees as well. There are 3,700 cherry blossom trees on the mall. Most are Yoshino trees, originally gifted by Japan in 1912. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Former CBS and Fox News reporter Catherine Harridge is being held this morning in civil contempt for refusing to divulge her source in an investigative series about a Chinese-American scientist investigated by the FBI but never charged. Federal judge in Washington state is now imposing an $800 a day fine until Harridge complies But the fine will not, we're told, go into effect immediately to give her time to appeal the case. In his ruling this week on Thursday, the judge says he recognizes the paramount importance of a free press in our society, but that the court also has its own role to play in upholding the law and safeguarding judicial authority. Stay tuned. New videos showing Alec Baldwin's questionable gun handling habits on the movie Set of Rust was shown in court Thursday in New Mexico. Firearms expert Brian Carpenter testifying that as armor, Gutierrez should have corrected Baldwin's behavior every time. Once you take on the responsibility of safety for another person, you take on the responsibility of making sure that you do what's necessary, even if it's inconvenient. But the defense arguing Gutierrez was assigned to other duties on that set, taking her away from her job as armorer. Gutierrez is on trial for manslaughter after the shooting death on the set. That's ABC's Kena Whitworth reporting. Aside from Barbie, can you think of a movie you saw last year that actually had mostly female lead characters? New study out on this subject from San Diego University this week called It's a Man's Celluloid World finds that 77 of the top 100 grossing films in 2023 had more male actors than it did female. In fact, the number of women in speaking roles dropped from 2022, and only 13% of the characters were older than the age of 40. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP Sports Time 425. We check in once again this early morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards put up a valiant effort in Los Angeles but fell to the Lakers in overtime, 134-131 to finish 0 for February. Only the 15th winless month in NBA history, interim coach Brian Keefe. We made a nice run in the fourth quarter. I think it was like a 15-4 run at like the six or seven minute mark to get it into overtime. We had the last shot. So I thought our guys played hard, with really consistent, shared the ball, did the things we were asking the whole game. We just didn't come up with it at the end. Jordan Poole took the last shot in regulation. He led the Wiz with a season-high 34 points, third most in franchise history on Leap Day. The Wizards are the first NBA team to 50 losses this season, including 13 in a row. Conversely, Maryland improved to 13-0 against Wisconsin all-time, winning wire-to-wire to improve to 9-8 in the Big Ten, sixth in the conference. Jakia Brown-Turner led the Terps.